What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen here in the San Diego Prep Insider Studios, bringing you another week of San Diego High School football as we move on to the quarterfinals round. Cutting the number of teams left in the county in half. Literally one upset in every single bracket. My goodness gracious me, we have some juicy stories to get to. If you are just joining us, here's how this show works. I will give you the entire scoreboard from around the county, all the results. It's going to take about 7 to 10 minutes, given how few teams we have left. Then we will get into our pundits joining us later in the show to talk about teams from all around the county. As always, all of our stuff is brought to you by Blast Radius Coffee. Go check out more at BlastRadiusCoffee.com. All right, folks, let's start in the open division, and we will just work numerically through. So if you want to try and find where your team is in this, you can go ahead and skip forward what you think is maybe the appropriate amount in terms of what bracket you are in. In the open division, game number one, Helix, the number one seed, comes up with a pair of amazing plays late in the game, one on offense and one on defense, including a pick six in the closing minutes against St. Augustine to pull out a 12-7 to win. So number one, Helix advances to the Open Division Finals to be played on November 23rd. That is one week from now. We'll be at Southwestern College, and they will be taking on the Carlsbad Lancers, the number three Lancers, over the number two Cathedral Catholic Dons, 21-20, stopping a two-point conversion late in the game, or at the very end of the game, essentially. Uh, Bodie De Silva at SD Preps was there at the game. We will talk to him about what he saw in person. So I will just say that that is the upset for that bracket. We were very close to having Saints versus Carlsbad. Then Helix pulls out some insanity. It, this It's the gift that keeps on giving. Say what you will about who makes it in or out. I think that this year for the Open Division playoffs, just at an initial glance, at a snapshot reaction, I say this playoff system works pretty well. These are the right four teams because those were two epic games. Congratulations to Helix and Carlsbad. We will have more on that matchup later in the week for our preview shows. Moving down to Division One, you're going to have a lot of people calling this one as the upset of the night, perhaps myself included. Oceanside, the nine seed, stuns number one Steel Canyon on the road, 26-19. Steel Canyon got up 19-0 before Oceanside was able to jumpstart things and make the comeback, complete the comeback in overtime. I mean, amazing end. Oceanside over Steel Canyon, uh, Kavika Tua going off. Adam Paul at EC Preps was there at the game, so he will have more in person. I will leave it at that. Madison advances the number four seed over the number five seeded Grossmont Foothillers, beating them for the second time this season, 40 to 28. You know, this Madison team took took a couple of losses during the regular season that kept them maybe out of the open division conversation, but the Madison offense is potent. We've seen a couple of huge wins from them this season. This one included... They played the upset team now, though, in Oceanside, and who knows about that matchup Again, we will have more on all of the upcoming matchups later this week in our upcoming preview show. Right now, just trying to get to the scores from this week. 
on the other side of the Division One bracket, Mission Hills 35-10 over LaCosta Canyon. Mission Hills will end up taking on Lincoln, who wins against Torrey Pines 34-27. This one in this side of the bracket ends up playing out mathematically. Uh, the, the higher seeds winning in, in number three, Mission Hills, and number two, Lincoln. So a collision course there for the Grizzlies and the Hornets. Mission Hills win, though, coming perhaps with a little bit more of an exclamation point, just getting it done both on offense and defense. It's going to be a battle, though. These are two teams that I think were lurking right on that bubble of open division, along with Steel Canyon. And uh, they... It's time to step up and prove themselves now. Into the Division Two bracket in an absolute thriller... The, uh, the it, it was the it was the the Carlsbad Open Division game, but on tons of steroids was Bishops fifty two Poway fifty one Bishops the one seed Poway the nine seed Tyler Buckner and the gang putting up five hundred plus yards of offense on the ground might have been just over six hundred and. Uh, Poway answering back with Josh Butler and and running jumbo packages straight up the middle and misdirections and they with two minutes left score eighty plus yard touchdown drive down tie oh, come within one of tying it up it this one was insanity to the very end one of the larger enrollment based defeats terms of the gap between student bases of the two schools in recent memory with bishops the smaller school here holding on however you want to call it that uh, uh, bishops showed a lot of cool new offensive schemes that they have not used throughout the year it's a huge credit to their offensive coaching staff for drawing up more opportunity, you know, 10 games in now, people got film on on this team, and there still are wide-open receivers catching 30-yard passes on third and 25. And it, 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 you know, that's how a lot of teams end up sneaking up on you is just they're, they're schematically open that everybody is available to make a play at some point in the game. And Bishop's defense, to their credit, a lot of those kids probably exhausted by the end of the game. They managed to make a stop here and there throughout the rate throughout the you know the, I'll call it the regular game because those last two minutes were just insanity. But it, through the vast majority of the game, Bishops now takes on Santa Fe Christian. On the other side uh, of, of that one, Santa Fe Christian defeats Morse twenty four twenty two. This is a rematch for Bishops and Santa Fe Christian of a game that was played to close out the regular season. So these two teams met just two plus weeks ago, uh, and Bishops won by several touchdowns. So Santa Fe Christian needing to make big adjustments. Bishops, you got to think that uh, at this point they just need to rest up, stay healthy. Both these teams, those small schools, so erase the big school small school narrative from last week for Bishops. On the other side of this bracket, Vista 35-14, the number three seed Vista 35-14 over the number six seeded Christian. 
Patriots Vista. I, I mean, it, it at this point you should be very familiar with Desmond Taua and their running back core that the Panthers are bringing because this team is once again a legitimate threat in the playoffs. You saw a, the the makings of a, of a great run last season, and again. They are playing clutch football. So when you combine the ceilings that we know they have with they're getting it done at the right time, they become a real threat. I had pegged potentially this next game as one of the games of the year, and I had it circled as being San Pasquale Vista. I was wrong about that, and I apologize to the El Camino Wildcats because the number seven El Camino Wildcats were the authors of the Upset in this bracket, the Division II playoffs. They won 42-21 against San Pasquale. Raymond Brown, San Diego Football Network, has been the champion of these guys being a very, very under-seeded squad. We'll hear from him later in the show, but I'll just say to El Camino, congratulations on reassuring or reaffirming or reclaiming, whatever you want to say about the avocado league strength that a team like the wildcats that can have regular season win loss column blemishes uh, can put it together in the playoffs when you need into the division three playoffs scripts ranch remains undefeated as they win 42 7 over west hills not much to say here other than woof my goodness scripts ranch it, they they got to be the de facto team to beat maybe all playoffs wise they have the largest gap of, of of expectation between them and even the second best team available in the playoffs i would say offensively and defensively they continue to look stellar they will be facing the central spartans a cif finalist last season as the number five Spartans win against the number four seeded San Diego Cavers, thirty to twenty six, for Central Union. That's a that's a big road win right there. San Diego is a great run team. They're a great physical team. They are well disciplined. They have shown to be continuing their success all season long, and to come into a place where Coach James was tweeting out his full batteries, you know, that's a respectable, that's a, you know, you tip your cap and say, wow, man, that was a, that's a crazy good win. That's a confidence-building win. So, it, you know, if there's one team right now maybe to, to, to take on Scripps Ranch, it, it would have been the winner of that game. But my goodness, um, it, it, it seems like there's still a, a gap between Scripps and everybody else right now. We'll get more to that on the recap show or the preview show later this week. Other side of the Division Three bracket, La Jolla 28-14 over modern-day Catholic. La Jolla advances to the semifinals to take on the upset of this bracket, and that is the number seven Brawley Wildcats beating the number two Hilltop Lancers 34-33. Big shout-out to Brawley. We could potentially have a Bell game rematch now in the finals with both Brawley and Central Union advancing to the semifinals. We'll have more on that plot line later this week into the Division Four championships. 
Number one, Santana advances over number eight, Escondido, with a 40-28 to win at home. The Sultans will be taking on Orange Glen, the number four-seeded Patriots, winning 52-28 against Patrick Henry, the number five seed. Orange Glen, a finalist last year in Division Five, or a champion in Division Five, I should say, last year, um, kind of bucking the trend maybe of schools moving up division. So huge credit to these guys in the playoffs coming up with a big win there. Upset alert on the other side of the bracket. Number six, La Jolla Country Day beats number three, Montgomery, 48-29. Big statement win for the Tories and their ability to score when they need to because they will need a ton of it against Sarah. The number two conquistadors getting a win against number 10 Coronado, 45, nothing. Sarah looking about as good as any team did last night in the brackets, all playoffs wide. That sets up a pretty interesting matchup in that next round on to division five, our final stop in the playoffs tonight. Uh, Number one, Vincent Memorial, 23-0 over El Cajon Valley. They will advance to take on Francis Parker, the four seed, who beat the number five-seeded Crawford Colts, 44-20. On the other side of the bracket, alert upset with Mission Bay, number six, 21-14 over number three, Holtville Vikings. Evan Aguon, Clash Osborne, big win on the road there. They will come back inside uh, the San Diego area. They'll be down at Castle Park next week and only one game away from the finals. As as I said, they're taking on Castle Park. Castle Park got the 41-13 win over Palo Verde Valley. That's all the scores. Stick around now for all of our guests from around the county to join us and let us know what they saw in person. You're listening to the San Diego Prep Insider Football Recap Show for the quarterfinals. All right, we are now joined by Adam Paul at EC underscore preps underscore SD on Twitter, EC preps on Instagram. Adam, thank you very much for joining us. If I had to force you to use just one word to kind of describe your emotional status at the end of last night, uh, what was it? Uh, amazing. <laughs> okay, so you were at Steel Canyon, Oceanside. Let's start there. Give me everything you have on that game, and then we will move on to, to look at some games out in the East County specifically. The floor is yours. Um, it was quite an interesting game in that, you know, for early on, you know, Steel Canyon jumped out to the 19-point lead. And obviously, they made uh, Oceanside made um, adjustments after half. Kavika Tour was only held to about 10 yards in that first half. And then in the uh, second half, he went off and basically took over that entire game um, to pull it out. Um, and then, of course, you know, the game went into overtime, and uh, Jalen Ramsey steps in front of the pass and. Um, wins the game uh, with the interception after after the uh, 25-yard pass to uh, Rich um, um, to put the Pirates, to give them their first lead of the game. And they scored, you know, scored 26 on an answer, on an answer point um, to basically win, uh, pull out the game. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, 
quite an emotional game. I mean, Pierce Cannon, you know, had, had a 19 nothing lead. And like I said, Oceanside come, coming back, led by Kavika, too, uh, at almost about 200 yards rushing and total offense on the night. So it was pretty impressive. Pretty impressive um, indeed. So just to give everybody a little bit of a, of a broader picture about what Adam saw last night, the number nine seeded Oceanside defeats the number one seed Steel Canyon, 26-19. Just, uh, I, I mean, probably a, a shoo-in for, for upset of the night. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm obviously going to give everyone a chance to tell their takes on it, but right now I, I, I have that one pegged as maybe the biggest upset I've seen in a couple of years. You look at Oceanside the week previous, they only score 10 points against Eastlake. The defense, though, holds to a shutout. So you're wondering, what are you going to get against Steel Canyon? You, you, like you said, Adam, Steel gets up early, uh, and then Oceanside just clicks. And uh, so, so, so walking away from this one, is Oceanside now the favorite to win this bracket? Like, how lethal, how dangerous is this Oceanside team? Well, I mean, you know, you still have uh, 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 Madison to go through. I mean, that, you know, that, that's going to be a tough game. Uh, I mean, Kavika Tua, I'll tell you what, Kavika Tua, he's special. I, having seen him for the first time this year up close and in person, man, he he is amazing. And they're, they're really, Oceanside's a really resilient team. Like I said, they were down 19 nothing, and it looked like, you know, Steel Canyon was going to, you know, Blow, blow it, blow it open! But the defense for Oceanside came up big, and yeah, I mean, like I said, Coach Rodriguez made the adjustments at halftime, and as Kavika, uh, Kavika told me at at the end of the game, after the game, you know, they just didn't want to go go down without uh, without a fight against the against the Cougars. And, you know, they're the ninth seed. I mean, I know they, you know, they play in such a tough league um, <clears throat> up there. It was, I it really, you know, like I said, they, they really persevere, persevered and took advantage of Steel Canyon's, Steel Canyon's mistakes. Any closing notes on that game before we move on to talk about some of the uh, East County and other results uh, uh, countywide? Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, Steel uh, Canyon de- definitely, um, you know, they they you know missing their best player. Um, they, like I said, they uh, it was really shocking that they blew a nineteen nothing lead on their home turf. Um, yeah. <laughs> It, like you said, it's probably the big up, biggest upset of the night, if you want to call it that. Let's stay out in the East County, and I want to get your take on Helix having the best closing few minutes of a fourth quarter they've had in a long time to end up winning 12-7 over St. Augustine. What a crazy game that was. I mean, to win when you commit basically seven turnovers, and um, you know you're down uh, seven to six, and then you get the block punt. I mean, it, it's the Helix. They somehow pull out the Helix magic, as I call it. Uh, you, you can never count them out of a game. 
no matter what the score is, it following it online and getting the text from my photographer that was out there. Amazing. Just simply unbelievable um, is, how, is how I describe it. Santana, the number one overall seed in the Division Four playoffs, goes 40-28 over Escondido. Your reaction? I figured that they would win. Um, I thought Escondido could, could give um, Santana um, some trouble, depending on which depending on which um, Cougar team that showed up. They've been inconsistent all season long. Um, it's a good win for the Sultans, um, and they move on to the semis for about the fifth or sixth time in their, in their school's history. You can follow Adam at EC underscore preps underscore SD on Twitter, EC preps on Instagram. Adam, give me, give me one more game you want to talk about before we say goodbye. Uh, well, I mean, oh, before we go, before we go. I just want to say shout out to uh, Joel Allen for his 100th career win there at Bishops. I know you probably talked about it, but him being a former East County guy, just have to give him his props. Yeah, 52-51 against Poway, stopping a two-point conversion at the end. Insanity. That's probably, and that's, you know, going back and looking at the numbers, that's prob- probably one of the biggest wins in CIS section history with, with when it comes to enrollment. I know uh, last week Christian had, had had one of the bigger wins um, against Otai la, uh, last week. And uh, this week with Bishop speeding Poway has got, you know, 2,000-something students or whatever it is compared to 800-something that Bishop's has. Uh, that's, that's really impressive. Yeah, it was uh, it was a marvel to behold and watch on both sides. Josh Butler played quarterback a lot for Poway. They scored with jumbo packages. Uh, uh, Bishops, obviously, Tyler Buckner connecting on 40 and 30 and 40 and 30 and 30 and 50. and th- Those kind of lengthy touchdown scores. It was amazing. Beautiful football. Uh, Adam Paul at EC underscore preps underscore SD on Twitter, EC preps on Instagram. Thank you very much for joining us. And we are now... Down to the semifinals. East County still represented in a couple of these different brackets. So uh, we'll have to talk to you for the preview show coming up this week. All right, we are now joined by SD Preps, Bodie De Silva, the official scorebook live reporter for the San Diego CIF section. You can follow them at SB Live CA for all the scores that we use come straight from them. They are the official digital partner of the San Diego C- of the statewide section, but we're a San Diego bias show. Bodie, thank you very much for joining us. You got the pleasure of seeing Cathedral Catholic and Carlsbad in the open division last night. Um, I'm sure that you were absolutely uh, giddy with joy as just a football fan uh, can be with, with that kind of a game. So tell us what you saw there, man. That one was pretty insane. Yeah, early on, uh, it, it didn't look like much of a game. Uh, Cathedral had scored on an early possession. Uh, and neither team was able to do much. I, uh, Carlsbad was really selling out against the Cathedral run and uh, forcing Charlie Meyer to to make some passes with C.J. Ralph being out at quarterback. But uh, at halftime, Carlsbad definitely got together, uh, changed some things, and really got their quarterback Aiden Sane to calm down. 
um, just be comfortable in the pocket. And um, they they made some big plays in the second half. Cole uh, Cole Wright caught three touchdown passes. He was he had a huge game. Uh, and Carlsbad's defense continued to step up. Uh, they at the end of the game they <laughs> they had some some missteps and and fumbled a handoff as they were trying to run out the clock. Cathedral recovered. A couple plays later, Cathedral scores a touchdown. Uh, I'm thinking that they're going to kick the extra point and tie it. Next thing you know, the the holder jumps up and looks to pass to go for the two point conversion and essentially win it. He gets sacked, and uh, from there, Carlsbad runs runs the clock out and wins by one. Did it seem like a, a designed, drawn up two point conversion? Yeah, you feel like yeah, that was the intent I, they walked on the to, field with. To me, it was designed. Um, I know some Carlsbad players after were confused and thought that maybe it was botched, but uh, I have seen a quote from from Coach Doyle saying that that was their plan and uh, they felt good running it. So I was just a little surprised with with how their offensive line is and having Xavier Watson as a big back. Where if you're going to go for two from the three-yard line, put him in there, trust your blockers, and um, go win it that way. I was surprised a little to, to try and put the game in the hands of a holder who's really a receiver in his, in his other time. So, Give us a couple guys or one guy. You know, Tease your article that you're gonna, you, you wrote about the game. Give us any, any shout-outs, anything you can give us, Bodie. Yeah, uh, defensively, Carlsbad was, was huge all night. I know Cathedral ran for over 200 yards, but that was on 52 carries, so when a team tries to run on you 52 times and I don't care how many yards that way. I mean, they, they really shut them down. Davian Watson got his, got his one touchdown run, but other than that, they, they really made cathedral throw it. So uh, the shout out to me would be Carlsbad's defense as a whole. I ended up talking with uh, Dylan Quinn and Kyle Vasso after the game. They were awesome. Um, just a, a huge performance from them. And then in the second half, Cole Wright having three long touchdown uh, catches. I mean, he, you get him the ball in space and, as he said, he, he didn't have to do anything other than just run straight with all the blocking he was getting. So uh, their offense stepped up, and um, they're into the Open Division Championship. And we're, I'm, I mean, at least for me, I'm happy to see a, a new team in there. And um, <laughs> obviously on the other side, they're, they're facing Helix, who's not new to that at all. So let, let's look beyond then the Open Division and, and give me anything. I, I, I'm scrolling through and I see a, an Oceanside upset. I see an El Camino upset. I see a Brawley upset. I see a La Jolla Country Day. Like every single bracket, bar none, had one decent upset last night. Give me one that you want to talk about. Yeah, the first one I, I would talk about would be Oceanside. Um I, I know they're a good team. I saw them a couple times throughout the year. They've got all the firepower. But as the nine seed, I was not expecting them to go into Steel Canyon and, and especially uh, go down 19 nothing early to Steel Canyon when, I, when I'd been scrolling through scores. I thought, oh, it's been a good season. Oceanside, it, it's over for them. They got a bunch of juniors that'll be back. But next thing you know, they, they put up 26 unanswered uh, and come back against the Steel Canyon team that, that their strength is defense. So, that really surprised me there, but um, as you said, in every bracket there was something. Uh, in my picks, I hit on some of them, but uh, Division One was a struggle. I, I went one and three on those ones last night. Well, that's why we'll have you back in studio to keep trying um, and and, yeah. and keep trying and keep trying. You can follow Bodie at SD Preps on Twitter and Instagram. He's the reporter for Scorebook Live at SB Live CA. Bodie, thank you very very much, and we will hopefully either have you in studio this week or we'll see you at the media day. Well, well, I know we'll connect for the preview show at some point later this week. All right. We're now joined by Raymond Brown at San Diego football network, SD football 
on the social media. Raymond, thank you very much for joining us. Looking across all divisions, there was one upset in every single playoff race in the quarterfinals. So safe to say, you know, you probably have a lot you want to talk about. Where should we start? What game intrigued you the most? Who are you paying the most attention to? Well, I'm paying attention all over because there were a bunch of bracket busters and upsets and just crazy games. But um, the craziest one is uh, Steel Canyon hosting Oceanside. Um, that was wild. Steel Canyon for the second game in a row, comfortable halftime league, and just finds a way to just melt down the second half. Wow, uh, crazy finish out there. Congratulations to Oceanside on a very, very tough win. And, um, yeah, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. I'll, I'll, I will bounce one upset from you or from each bracket off of you, and I'll get your reaction to it. Sound good? Yes, sir. All right, so let's go to Division Two, where last night, number seven seed El Camino upsets number two seed San Pasqual 42-21. Uh, I don't look at it as an upset, but yes. Um, like I, like I keep saying for the last two weeks, man, uh, El Camino looks like the best team in Division Two. I think they're a wolf in sheep's clothing. I think they're a Division One team disguised as a Division Two team. So, um, um, I mean, El Camino is going to be a tough matchup for anyone in Division Two. So I look forward to see if they can uh, keep it going and if they can prove me right. In the Division Three playoffs, number seven Brawley upsets number two Hilltop, thirty-four, thirty-three. Uh, tough loss for Hilltop, man. They had such an outstanding season. Uh, to lose by one point like that is uh, difficult. But uh, hats off to Brawley to come all the way out here from Imperial Valley and pick up such a tough win like that. Um, Brawley's looking good, man. Uh, we might get a, a bell game for the CIF championship, the battle between two uh, Imperial Valley rivals. So, you know, both teams are one game away. So we'll we'll see about that. In the Division Four bracket, number six La Jolla Country Day beats number three Montgomery forty-eight twenty-nine. Uh, La Jolla Country Day is a great team. Um, they got one of the best quarterbacks in the county. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really see that as an upset. Uh, look, La Jolla Country Day always has a great program. Also, always got an explosive player at quarterback. Um, Brandon Kim's one of the best receivers in the county. So, uh, no, no surprise there. But uh, congratulations to Montgomery on an outstanding season. I know it's one of their best seasons in school history. So uh, I feel bad that they have to end their season this way. In Division 5, number 6, Mission Bay wins on the road at Holtville, the number 3 seed, 21-14. Congratulations to Mission Bay. I know it's been a tough season for them, losing their coach. before the season started, and um, I'm rooting for them. I hope they can get as far as possible So I know they're playing with heavy hearts. Those are all of the main upsets, I'd say, other than us talking about the Open Division One. so maybe save the biggest for last, uh, was number three Carlsbad over number two Cathedral Catholic 21-20. Carlsbad stopping a Cathedral Catholic two-point conversion attempt at the end to win the game. Raymond, your take on that game? Uh, yeah, that was very questionable. I don't know why you go for a fake field goal. Like, uh, 
in such a critical spot of the game. Uh, go go for the go for the uh, point uh, challenge. Take the chance in overtime. I don't know if that was a call or if it was a botched, but um, yeah, very costly move by Cathedral. And uh, congratulations to Carlsbad. I believe it's their first uh, championship appearance since 2006, which is hard to believe because Carlsbad has an amazing program. So um, that's going to be a great game between them and Helix. Uh, I know you're going to be there. No, that's going to be a can't-miss game. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be an insane one. If you want to follow San Diego Football Network, that would be awesome. SD Football on Twitter, Instagram. Go check out what Raymond's doing because it's not just high school stuff. It's college stuff. It's all local San Diego football. It's got a lot of great content. Raymond, thank you very much for joining us. Hopefully we run into you at either the coaches event this coming week or, 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 or the final on Friday. But I'm sure we will see you in the near future. Please go check out everything he's doing. Raymond, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you very much.